Today's daf is daf Yudalid in Meseches Hagiga, page 14, Meseches Hagiga. We pick up from Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok Omar. This is the third line from the top of the page. All right, now we're continuing on. We're going to, today's going to be a fascinating. I got it to Gemara's on many, many, many different topics. If we were just uh, remember that yesterday we were ending off discussing the Chayos that live in the highest of the heavens. We said that there was a chevra of people that originally the world was supposed to have been created even earlier, and the, the, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu looked, he saw these people were going to do the wrong thing, so instead of creating the world earlier, he made the world 974, 794 generations later, and sprinkled out those Rishoyim, these chutzpanyaks, these mechutzofim, uh, throughout each and every generation. Okay, now we pick up, here we go. Rav Nachman says, what does it mean, Hashir Kumtai, that they were cut? What is that referring to? Levrocha hudichsev, this talking about, it's a gitazach, it's written as a bracha. What was meant, what does that mean? Elu tumidei chachomim, this is referring to Torah scholars, tumidei chachomim. Shemekamten atzman al-dibri Torah b'elam hazeh, they wipe themselves out, they cut themselves down, so to speak. They drain their energy through just plugging and plugging and plugging through Torah in this world. Guess what happens? Through all the efforts that a Tamar Chacham puts into understanding Torah in this world, the Kaddish Baruch Hu reveals to them the hidden secrets of Torah in Elam Haba, Shanamar, Nahar Yutzak. The uh, rivers will, will uh, spring forth. Yesaydam, the secrets. This is referring to the river of Ganeden. Shmuel says the Chiyabarav Bar Urya you Ben Tyra Taim Alach Melsa come and I'm going to teach you Tyra Mahani Mili Maal Yusa from these things that are Mamish Maal Yusa fantastic to have a Amar Abuch that your father would say let me teach you something beautiful that your father would teach in yeshiva okay. So he tells Chia, the son of Rav, something special that Rav would teach. What did he say? Call Yuma Viyuma. Every single day, Nevra'im Malachi Hashares. Malachi Hashares are created. There's no Malachi made every day, Minahar Dinar, from a river of fire. The Amri Shira, they say Shira, Ubatli, and they're gone. HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes these Malachim, these spirits, to sing. They finished their tafkid, their purpose, Dunskis, they're out of here. Shenemar chadoshim lavakarim rabba emunasecha. Familiar with the last two words, right? What does it mean? Chadoshim lavakarim, new visitors, rabba many emunasecha is your emuna. Upliga de Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachmeni. And this concept that Rav would teach, that that every day Kash Baruch Hu makes these malachim, they sing shira, and then poof, they're out of here. That argues on Shmuel Barnachmeni. Domer Shmuel Barnachmeni, Omer Vyanizan. Shmuel Barnachmeni says, Name of Yanizan called Dibor Vidibor. Every single utterance. Shayyidzim and Biakadash Baruch Hu that comes out of the mouth, Kaviachal, so to speak, of Akadash Baruch Hu, Nivrami Mena Malachach, and every utterance creates a new malach. That's what makes a new malach. Shanamar Bidvar Hashem, with the word of Hashem, Shamayim Na'asu, the heaven creates. Uvruach Piv. And with the wind of his mouth, all of the hosts referring to the Malachim. One Pasuk seems to state, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu dresses himself with white garments, like, like shlag, is, is snow, white like snow. Usa'ar reishay, and the hair of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's head, you ready for this? Ka'amar nekei, is like white wool. So one puzzle, he's the by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is like an elderly gentleman. Whatever that means. Uksiv, but there's another Pasuk which says, Kivutsaisov, you ready? Kivutsaisov, Taltalim Shechairais, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's got hair as black as a raven, <clears throat> like a raven. So Gemara has a contradiction. Is HaKadosh Baruch Hu look white, like an elderly gentleman, or does he have wavy black hair? Which one is it? Says the Gemara, beautiful, like Kasha, don't worry, this is not a contradiction. First of all, as we know, the Ebesha doesn't have hair. This is all how HaKadosh Baruch Hu represents himself. So, but it's still a contradiction. HaKadosh Baruch Hu represents himself like an elderly gentleman, or like a youngster. Like Kasha, there's no question. Ready for this? Kan be yeshiva, kan be When a person's looking for a shiva, when you're looking for a rav, you know what you're looking for? experience. You're looking for white hair. You're looking for somebody who's been through life and can guide us. And therefore, when it comes to Rashiva, what? Like you. Oh, yeah, okay. I appreciate it. Making fun of my white hair. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you looking for in the yeshiva? White hair. Because this Baruch Hu is reliable, Kabiachal, so to speak. Gives the Eitzah. Like somebody who's been there. Although it comes to battle, do you want somebody who's who's uh, doesn't have the kaiches to lead us in bar- battle? No, you want somebody with wavy black hair who's there. Let's get rocking. Let's get going, right? So when it comes to the yeshiva, Kadosh Baruch Hu presents like the like the elderly. When it comes to battle, Kadosh Baruch Hu's got the the power and the vibrancy of a youngster. There's nothing better when you walk into a yeshiva. You see a person who's got wisdom. A person who's there, ah, you know something? That's a yeshiva I want to be in. And there's nothing better in war than bachor youthfulness. Now we're just going to go through um, uh, two different sukkim that also seem to contradict each other, but separate, separate contradiction. One Pasuk says, uh, his, his uh, chair, shavivin dinar was coming from fire. Another Pasuk says, Adi Kirsavon Ramiv, the Atik Yaimin Yosiv. The chair of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there, and I sat on the old throne. Now, the issue is like this. The first Pasuk says, Kirsavon there's one chair. And then it says, there were many chairs, Kirsavan. There were many chairs of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that were there, and the old chair. Well, is there Kaviyachol, so to speak, one chair for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, one throne? Or is there many thrones? Says the Gemara, relax, like Kasha, listen to this. Echad David. In Shamayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had two thrones, one for the Ebishter and one for David HaMelech, representing the kingship of Klal Yisrael. One for the Abishter, one for the Abishter. The Rabbi Akiva's opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Now, listen to this. You hear this? Says Rabbi Akiva, two thrones. Abishter and David. Listen to what Rabbi Akiva says to the Halik of Rabbi Akiva. 
How long are you going to make the Shechina Chayl without Kedusha? Meaning, how can you say that a human being is sitting on a throne next to the Rabbani Shalom's throne? What? David HaMelech, as great as he was, is flesh and blood. David HaMelech sits on a throne side by side with the Rabbani Shalom. What, what are you talking about? Rabbi Akiva. Ella rather says Rabbi Yisraelili, Echad l'dim v'echad l'staka. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has two thrones. They're both his. One throne is for din, and one throne is for tzedakah. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes l'fnim mishur asadin, when he goes above, what, beyond what we deserve, his mercy, his tzedakah, charitable donations that he gives to each and every human being every moment of the day, that's why there's two thrones. HaKadosh Baruch it's not, it's not literally a chair. HaKadosh Baruch Hu kind of shifts in how he sits. Says the Gemara, Kibla minei, kibla minei. Did Rabbi Akiva agree with Rabbi Yisai Aglili that the two thrones are referring to Din and Tzedakah, or did he stick to his guns that it was about the Abishter and David? Says the Gemara, Toshma, come and listen. Echad the Din, Echad the Tzedakah, Deve Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva later on said Rabbi Yisai Aglili's opinion, it must be that he backed out and agreed with Rabbi Yisai Haglili. Now, we just saw that the Heilige, Heilige Rabbi Akiva, had an opinion about how to answer up a contradiction in Psukim, and he was told he was wrong, and he ultimately uh, admitted that the other pshat is a better one and that he made a mistake, which is a beautiful limud in and of itself. We're always going to be making, if the Rabbi Akiva made a mistake, and, and the other, he was willing to learn and able to learn something from the other Tanoim to us too, right? Everybody makes mistakes. It's Peseder, yeah? You confess up to it. But listen to this. There's something else that's amazing here. Amalei Rebbe Lozab ben Azariah. Rebbe Lozab ben Azariah said to Rebbe Akiva, Akiva malacha itzel hagoda. You, Rebbe Akiva. Rebbe Akiva is the greatest. All of our Torah that we have nowadays is from Rebbe Akiva. All this Torah. He had 24,000 of them. They all died. He restarted Torah and Klaisol with five Talmidim. And those five Talmidim have all the Torah from... Tarish Shabiksab, Tarish everything that we know is from Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva. What did Allah's Ben Azariah say to him? Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, your specialty is not in understanding Agadata. Rabbi Akiva, you should stick to your expertise. Halachalamaisa. Halachalamaisa, Negoim, Ahalais, Tumma, Tara, purity, impurity, practical things. Ella Echad the Kisev, Echad the Sraf Sraf. He even argued on what he's saying. One's the, the throne of Akadish Baruchu, and one's the, one's the Ottoman of Akadish Baruchu. Kisev, Leshev, Alav, Sraf, Ladim, Raglov, the chair to sit on, the Ottoman for his feet. Shanamar Hashemayim, Kisev, Aretz, Hadaim, Ragloi. Which also is something so incredible to pull out. There's a reason why the Gemara is telling us how this conversation went. Because there's nobody who's a specialist at everything. And even Rabbi Akiva, even if he might even been the source of all these teachings and whatever it is. But Rabbi Akiva himself was maida. He understood he has strengths in particular areas of getting to the kishkas of Torah. 
And in other areas, he listened to others. He says, oh, that's your strength. Gavaldik. You can't be the best at everything. Nobody ever is. Nobody ever is. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it like this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it like this. Because he wants us to be to be amongst others, to always be learning from others, searching for others, growing with others, developing with others. And if I knew everything, what do I need anybody else for? It's impossible to, even the Hedlik Rebbe Akiva, to have true Emes and Taira, he had his area of his specialty, where nobody's messing with him in Goyim Ba'ayalais, but when it came to other parts of Taira, he was listening to what everybody else says. Mamash, Hedlik, the thing, the importance of coming together as, as a Chabura. Okay. Ki came to, from Eretz Yisrael, to Bavel. He said, spoke about 18 Kloyos that are going to happen to Kloyos. No, he didn't curse out Kloyos. He told us about 18 curses that will end up happening to us. He's not creating the curse. He's, he was just mentioning it. And he, he wasn't cooled off until he mentioned the following Pasuk. The younger one is going to be tough on the older one, and the lowly ones are going to be tough over the honorable ones. And once he said that Pasuk, he cooled off. Now, let's pause and understand this expression of the Gemara. What's happening here? Yeshayo Hanavi gave the prophecy of what, unfortunately, is going to happen to Klal Yisrael when we don't follow the ways of Rebbe Yeshayahu knew he was a Navi, and he had a mission to get the message across to Klal Yisrael. When you have a mission... And you have your eye on your goal, you're passionate, you're hot about it, you're into it. And sometimes, this could come up in a Dafiyah Mishir, sometimes you want to get a point across, you end up just speaking too much, and you're not really sure whether your point got across, whether the kishkas of it was articulated well. So Yeshayo Anavi, and we know this in all of our conversations with people, you could speak, you're trying to get the point across, but then Yeshayo Anavi trying to get a point across to Klai Yisrael, says the Gemara, you know when he cooled off, when he was confident that he gave the Musr properly, when he finally said the words, let me tell you, my dear Yidin, what things are going to be like. It's going to be so bad and so pathetic that the young people are going to be totally disrespectful of the old people, that they're going to control them. The wise people are going to be shunned. And the low people are going to be respected over the honorable people. There'll be no emes. Truth is gone. That's what it seems. Okay? Once he mentioned this, he said, that was enough said. I'm out of here. I cooled off. My mission accomplished. Says the Gemara. What were the 18 klalais that were mentioned? It says in the passage, because our master, HaKadosh Baruch is above... He's taking away from Yushalayim and Yehuda, anything to lean on, anything to support. 
anything that, that is sustained by bread, mishan mayim, and any 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 uh, anything that water does for us, that water sustains, gibar ve'ishmochama, a strong and mighty warrior, shayfet, a judge, ve'navi, and a prophet, ve'kaisem. This is talking about somebody who's involved in magic, the zokain and the wise ones, sarachamishim, the officers of fifty. Again, as we learned yesterday, an expression of leadership, unesuponim, a person who's got a good countenance. The Yayats is respected by others. The Yayats advises the Chacham Charoshim Unavain Lochash. He understands the things that aren't shared publicly, and he's a leader of leaders. Unesatina Orim Sareim Besalulim Yimshulubam. The younger ones are going to rule over the older ones, and the Talulim, those who, those who scorn, those who mock. You know what a scorner? Or somebody who mocks, you know what that means? You take things that are important and you make it less. You make it not chashuv. Like the world we live in now, unfortunately, at times. Something important, you have Torah, you have the Rebbe Shalom, eh, it's not important, there's other things more important. right? They take things that are holy, they make it mundane. Now, Mashein, what does it mean to support? Elo Bali Mikra, those who learn Torah. Mishena Elo Bali Mishra, those were Mishnayas. Kigan Rabbiud Ben Tamev Chaver, like Yud Ben Tamev Chaver. Pligi Bar of Papa of Rabbanon, Papa the Rabbanon argue. Chad Omar, one either of Papa or the Rabbanon, they say Sheish Meyay Sidrei Mishnah. There were six hundred um, Sedarim of Mishnayas that Rabbiud Ben Tamev and his yeshiva had. The Chad Omar Shavama Yay Sidrei Mishnah. There actually were seven hundred Sedarim. Of Torah Shabbal Peh. Kol Mishan Lechem. Okay? And that's what's going to be lost. We're going to be down to six. Kol Mishan Lechem. Everything that, that Lechem helps is helps us lean on. Elu Bali Talmud. Those who learn Gemara. Shinamar Lechu Lachmu Belachmi. Go fight. I'm sorry. Go go eat my bread. Ushasu and drink. Beyayin the wine. Masachti. That I've uh, been masach. That I've poured. V'chol Mishan Mayim. And everything that's helped by water. Held up by water, Elu Bali Agoda, it's referring to people who are involved in Agoda, Shemesh Khadibai, Sha'odam Kamayim Bagoda. It's very interesting. Agadat the Gemaras are very often are not so technical, and people's hearts are uh, are drawn to it. You want to know like what's next in the story, what's next in like what's you know, like these types of dafin. Like, oh, you can't even you can't even give an overview of what the daf is gonna say, because every every five lines is a shift, right? So it like keeps you on your toes. Gibar. Uh, a mighty person, Zebal Shmois, a person who knows about uh, Shmois, Minhagim, has a Mesorah from the Rabbeim tradition, the Ishmachama, a man of battle, a person who knows Lundis, how to get involved in the war of Tyra, we had to search for the MS, how to argue with the Chavrusa, had a critical thinking, how to get down to the bottom of it. Shaifet, a judge, Zedayin Shadon Denemes Lamitoy, somebody who searches and is ma'ayin, looks deeply into something for the ultimate truth. Novi, a prophet, Bimashmoi, that's Kimashmoi, the way it sounds. Kaisem, a magician, Zemelech, referring to a king. Shanemar Kesem, Al Sifse Melech, there is magic on the lips of a king. There's like an extra element of. of uh, um, activity 
that comes out of somebody who's a king because Lamaisa, he's in control. There ain't nobody telling him what to do. Zakein, what's a Zakein? Zesharoyli Yeshiva, a person who's capable of being a Rosh Yeshiva. Sarachamishim, a leader of 50, an officer of 50. Altakri Sarachamishim, Ella Sarchumashim. This is also not only hinting to somebody who's got 50 followers, but somebody who is an officer of the Chamisha Chumshei Torah, the five books of Maish Rabbeinu. Lisa He knows how to marry and give back and forth in the Chamisha Chumshei Torah, how to learn Chumash Be'im. Another way to explain it, very interesting. You know, we've learned that when that it used to be when a Rashiva would give shir, he had an interpreter with him who would be like his microphone, right? And explain the Torah that was being shared. You were only Zochet to get a Metorgamon if you're at least 50 years old. And it doesn't matter how smart you are. You need to be 50 to be Zochet to have the honor. Of a metorgamon, unisayponim, and a good, a nice, uh, carrying a nice countenance. Zeshenaisim ponim ledare bavur lemaila. This is talking about somebody who other people show kavod to. Okay, meaning they show kavod takadish baruchu because of his leadership. For example, Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa, the world was Zaycha for him. Lamata, and somebody who also has covered down here on earth, Kigoyen Rabbi Avohu ben Kesar, like Bey Kesar, I'm sorry, like Rabbi Avohu, who would stay at the palace of the Caesar. Okay? Whenever he would come near the Caesar's palace, Caesar would make sure that he was given tremendous amount of honor, tremendous amount of covet. People saw his honor. Yayet's an advisor. Somebody who knows how and when to extend a year, turn a Jewish year into a leap year. How to establish Rosh Chodesh. The Chacham and wise. This is referring to a student who's got such good questions that it forces the Rebbe to sharpen his own Torah skills. Talmud asks a question, it's amazing, I never thought about that, you know, you're, you're, you're fine-tuning the Torah that I thought I knew. That's a chacham. A Talmud doesn't just listen to the Rebbe, but is able to think about it and fine-tune the Rebbe's own Torah. Charashim, b'shoshah p'yiseyach, b'divrei Torah. Charashim is when you start learning Torah, kol nasim k'charashim, everybody just sits and listens. Somebody starts talking, everybody else is listening. Unavain, a person who has bina, a person who has intuition, a person who is able to extrapolate information from other information that was given. Right? You don't just listen to the words being said, but you're able to be intuitive enough to say, oh, if you mention that, it must be, that I'm, I'm able to build on that information and keep extending it. Lachash, quiet, this is talking about somebody who's able to learn the hidden secrets of Torah, the Torah that's whispered. They're on the, the they're on the proper madriga, and have the proper age and have the proper have the proper level of learning that you can now whisper the secrets of Torah to them. and I will make their naarim in charge of them, their sarayim, their officers. 
These are people that are youngsters from mitzvahs. They don't know the first thing about what it means to serve their Rebbein And they're going to be in charge. And the scorners, the mockers, are going to be the rulers. Amar of Achabar Yaakov. Tale b'nei, tale. These are, tale, as we know, is a fox. So these are foxes, these are foxes, the sons of foxes. Okay? What does it mean? Foxes, the son of foxes? They are sly. It's going to come a time where the leaders aren't real leaders. They just look like leaders. That's the 18th klala. It's going to be sly. Never really know what they're really about. Truly Avdei Hashem. Truly people that we could trust. are going to be sly. That's the 18th message that Yeshaya gave over. But Yeshaya, after mentioning all these 18 things, didn't feel he got his point across until he said the words, The young are going to control. The older, The young people who didn't have any mitzvahs, They're going to be like, Oh, you elderly people, you people who have experience in life and have done mitzvahs and know the Ratz and Hashem, you don't know what you're talking about. We're the young ones with the energy. We're going to come and you listen to us. We know what the world needs. That's how bad it's going to be. <laughs> Unfortunately, people talk like it's the best thing. Ooh, you got the young people. You got the this. Isn't it? As if young people are more chasher than old people. What are you talking about? These young people are going to be old one day too. Young people are more important than older people. Nebuch. That's the way that the Goyim think. Well, Yid doesn't do that. Fakert. We're a nation without wings when we don't turn to our elders to guide us. And those that are low are going to uh, uh, you know, overrule those that are honorable. Listen to this. A person who the important demands of the Torah are in their eyes very light. Eh, not a big deal. They're going to be in charge, as if like, they're right. Over somebody who's a real Yari Shemayim and treats the light things like the heavy things. See, some people make light of everything. It's not a big deal. It's not a Zach. It's not. It is. It's a big deal. Our relationship with the Rebbein is a big deal. Right? They're going to dominate. People who think it's not a big deal dominate over people who take service of the Rabbani Shalom seriously. And when they say, they meaning the, the people who are immature, say, eh, nothing, it's not a big deal, don't worry, eh, you can do what you want, the Rabbani Shalom understands. And then you have somebody else who says, I know the Rabbani Shalom understands, but he's telling me how to be in a relationship with him. And therefore, I keep kosher. And therefore, I keep Shabbos. And therefore, I put on tefillin. And therefore, I don't speak Lashon Hara. And therefore, I smile at people. Whatever I'm doing at any time of the day, I'm doing the Ratzon Hashem. Don't tell me it's not important. Everything's important. That's a zakin. That's a wise person. That's somebody who grasps that, you know what? Whether it seems to be big, whether it seems to be small, I'm shouldering the responsibility to do the Ratzon Hashem. Unfortunately, people who don't care are going to be ruling 
over the ones who do. And once Yeshaya Hanavi, Yeshayo, mentioned this point, he said, you know what, I'm cool. I'm cool. I got my point across. Beseder, mission accomplished. Amrav Katina, Rabbi Katina says, Afilu Bishas, Kishlaina Shah Yerushalayim, even when Yerushalayim was destroyed or on its way down, like Paskbihan Baliyamana. Baliyamana, people who had Amuna and people who were truthful were always there. Shanamar, as it says, Ki Yitfais Ishba Achiv, like a person who grabs his brother. Base Aviv from his father's house. Simla lecha kotzin tia lanu. You you will have a simla. You'll have a garment kotzin and a ruler. Uh, yeah, a ruler like a yeah. Tia lanu will be for us. Now we don't yet see anything about truthful people. Let's go. Tvarim shevnei adam miskasim simla. First of all, what this pasuk is hinting to is not literally clothes but it's referring to things in Torah that people cover it up, like a garment. Yashnon tachas yodcha, that's going to be found in your domain. Vahamachshela hazais. If you're confused, it's fine. The Gemara is going to go through this. Vahamachshela hazais. And this machashela, right, what is a michshol? This stumbling block. My vahamachshela hazais. What do you mean the stumbling block? Tavarim she'im b'nei adam a'im l'alem ela imkein. These are things that people don't get. What we say in Yiddish, people don't chap. You don't even you're unconscious. We're unconscious to it until we're until we stumble. Yashnon tachas yadecha. That's when you're going to find things that are lost under your hand. Once you fail at something, you can learn and then be successful. Okay. Very often, and we know this, like Hevra, we're here learning Daf Yomi together, right? How many things on this Daf, today's Daf, have we stumbled upon that we weren't aware of? Many. Just on today's Daf, right? You don't know it till you learn it. That's part of the beauty of being a human being, right? We can only know what we've been exposed to. So yet, once you keep looking for education, and keep looking to be smarter, keep looking to be wiser, all these things are included in more Tyra. The more you stumble upon, beautiful. The more you'll have in your possession. They're going to go up on that day saying, I will not be a chayvesh, I will not be a conqueror, in my house, there's no food, there's no garments, do not make me the, uh, the ruler over the people, Yisa, what does it mean, Yisa? Let's go through this Pasuk again. The Pasuk just said, Yisa b'yaymahu leymar la'yiyah chayvei shubebeisi e'nechem e'nsim e'loysimah ne'kotzen yi'am. Okay, that's the Pasuk. Now, says the Gemara to explain, Yisa, what does it mean I'm going to lift up? E'n Yisa l'ashen shvua, when I, you lift something up, that means you're swearing. Shenemar, as it says, la'yisa, shem l'kech l'ashav, you should not lift up a God's name and make a shvua, take an oath in vain. Okay. So I'm taking an oath. Chayvesh. There, that I will not be in charge. What does that mean? I have not been somebody who's been careful about making the most of the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMedrash, I'm sorry. 
making the most of the base medrash. Meaning, you, you grab as much Torah as you could. We're saying that we, he's saying he didn't chap a rein, he didn't grab as much as he possibly could. And in my house, there's no bread, there's no garments. I didn't have Mikra, Mishnah, or Gemara. Okay, so now the Gemara is saying a question. Why do we list all this? Because we're asking a question. How can you tell me that there were always Balei Amana? People of Emes, people of truth, people of Hashem. Even when the Beis HaMikdash is being destroyed, if over here you see that these people were not to be found, didn't exist. Says the Gemara, no, there's no question. The Doma... um, I'm sorry, if I cared. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I did not explain that question properly. It's just the opposite. Just the opposite. This is very, very, very uh, deep and beautiful and profound. Listen to this question. Scratch what I said before. Here's the kasha. Before we said people were Baalei Amana. Ask the Gemara, kasha. Um, yeah, people were, uh, did not disappear, Baalei Amana. So, yeah. Ask the Gemara. So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says that there, there's not a question. The Gemara says, and I'll prove to you that there were always Baalei Amana. How so? Because the people who were alive at the time of the Chorban said, you know what we stumbled in? All these things. We didn't have our proper Avodah Hashem. We didn't have the base Medrash. We didn't lift up the Abisha's name in Ashua, which means they were emesdik that they did everything wrong. You understand? There's two types of people who do Averis. There's the type of people who do an Avera and say, it wasn't an Avera, it's not a problem. And then there are people who do the Avera and they look back, or they look back at years of their life and they say, you know something? I messed up. That person is trustworthy. That person is a balei amona. You know what? You did the wrong thing. But at least you're an emesdika person. If you're an emesdika person, you have a chance. A person who convinces themselves that their averis are really mitzvahs, and they walk around with flags claiming that things that are against the Torah are really mitzvahs, and proud of their, mitzvah, proud of their averis, you have no chance. Sigmar so says, you see from here, by the time of the Chorban, they were doing everything wrong, but they admitted it to their Balei Amona. They're Emesdika people. At least they know where they're holding. That's the message. Says Gemara, who says that they're Balei Amona? Vidoma Shani Hasam. Maybe there's different. The Amar Luhu Gamirna. Maybe if one of them would have said, no, I do know my beans. Amri Le'emelon, they would have said, teach us Torah. Meaning, just because you say that you're nothing, doesn't mean you're Emesdik if you're talking nothing. Right? Let's say that one of them would say, No, I'm a big Tamar Chacham. And they say, Oh, great. So you become the Rosh Hashiva. And the guy gets up there and he, he can't teach a Pasuk in Chomish. They're going to say, Oh, okay, you lied. <laughs> right? This is who says they're truthful? Maybe, like, they didn't have a choice. So that, that's how bad it was. They still could have said, Oh, I used to learn, I forgot it. What does it mean? I don't know this. You know, I, I never put myself into a bismedrish. I never really dedicated myself in the first place. That 
is a statement that shows truthfulness. It's not true. was only destroyed because there were no longer any truthful people. Walk around the courtyards of Yerushalayim. And please see. And ask. In all the streets. In Timtu Ish, if you'll find a person, find me one good person who's emesdik, who does justice, says the Rabbi Shalom, I'll forgive Yerushalayim, and you ain't going to find it. So the Gemara says, how can you tell me that there were always Bali Amana in Yerushalayim when you see very clearly Rava here quoting a Pesach that says Yerushalayim is only destroyed because that truthfulness did not exist. And for the Gemara, like Kasha, no question, we now turn to the top of Ahmed Beis. There's a difference between Torah and business. When it came to their Ruchnius, their spirituality, people were emesdik. People were truthful. They were honest with themselves and where they were holding. However, unfortunately, when it came to business, trying to make another dollar, loy they were not trustworthy. And that's the Pusik that says, go walk around all around Yerushalayim. If you find one trustworthy person, that was talking about in business. So Taka by the Chorban, in financial dealings, they had lost the honesty. The spiritual dealings, they remained Bali Amana. Okay, period. End of that discussion. Tanu now on the second line you dollar base. Tanu Rabban the rabbis learn so should we. Maisa Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakai story with Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakai. Shayareiche balachamor he was riding on a donkey. <laughs> it's kind of like you know nowadays the best stories happen on airplanes. Right? I was sitting on an airplane. I was sitting next to a you know. They didn't have airplanes. Rabbi Yechonon Zakai is riding on a donkey. Okay. He got it from Hertz, rent a donkey. And he started his travels. One of his holy students, as we know from the Mishnah, Prakiyavas, was riding a little bit, uh, you know, was riding uh, behind him. Amarlai. Rebbe, Shani Li, teach me Perak Echod, one chapter by Maisim Rechava of the Maisim Rechava. <laughs> you hear this? <laughs> You're on the road. You're starting on the trip. What does the Talmud say to the Rebbe? Eh, just tell me, teach me something in the Maisim Rekava. Eh, a light subject. Yeah? Amar Lai, Rebbe Chumzake says, uh, Excuse me, my beloved Talmud. Didn't I teach you? Did you listen in class? You don't teach about the Merkava even with one student. Unless he's somebody who's somebody who could figure that out on his own meaning, you know what his Rebbe's telling him? You're not ready for it. You're not ready. Amar Lai, Shabbos ben says, Rebbe, Tarshini Laimar Lefanecha, okay, if you think I'm not ready, let me teach something in front of you. Dabar one thing, Shetlam that you taught me. If you're not going to teach you the Merkava, and you don't think that I'm eligible as a Talmud, then, at least let me tell you something. I'm, I'm in the mood to talk to my Rebbe in, uh, in learning. Amar lo yamar. Shabbat Shalom Zaka says, Seder, Rebbe Lozman Arach, speak. Miyad, immediately yard, Rebbe Yechim Mezaka, Miyad Hamar. Rebbe Yechim Mezaka, stop the car. 
he got off his donkey. And he wrapped himself and he sat on a stone underneath an olive tree. Why'd you stop the car? Why'd you get off the donkey? If you're going to tell me, apparently, Rebbe Aruch was going to share something that Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakkai had told him about the Maisim Merkava previously. And he's going to show Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakkai that he really is a Talmud who figures things out. Okay? So Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakkai gets off the donkey and he says, if, you're going to, if you do a good job right now, that means that the Malachim are coming, it's going to be amazing, the Shechina is going to be with us, and I can't be sitting on a donkey when that happens. Miyad, Pasach was ben Arach, v'maisim rekom v'adarash. Rebbe Arach began darshaning on the maisim rekom. And he was started teaching what Rabbi Yechina ben Zakkai taught him. And listen to what happened. The yard eish ben Hashemayim, a fire swooped down from heaven. And the fire touched all the trees out in the field. The trees began to sing shira. What shira? What song were they singing? Until hallelujah. All the trees. Then the angels came out from the fire and said, you know what you're talking? Good. What you're, you're a good Talmud of your Rebbe, Rebbe and Zagai. You figured out what you're saying right now to your Rebbe is taka nailing what the Maisim Rekav is all about. On Rebbe and Zagai, Rebbe and Zagai stood up. The Nashkai al Raisha, he kissed his beloved student, Rebbe Lozman Aruch, on the forehead. The Yamar, and he said to him, Baruch Hashem Lekei Yisrael, blessed. Who gave a son like this? Who knows how to get into the kishkas of Tyre? Listen to his listen to his praise. Listen how he's praising his student. He says, There are some people who are such eloquent darshanim. Boy, do they know how to give a drusha. They ain't noem mekayim. But they don't necessarily live the drusha. Noem mekayim. There are some people who mamish walk the walk. They know how to do it on their own. They ain't not a dairish. But they're not sure how to articulate their drusha. They're not able to get it out to people and to share what they have. Ata, you, says Rebbe Chimen Zakai to his student Belozo and Arach. He says, you've got a talent. You've got the full package. You're a good, a good, a good yid. You know how to darshan well. Fortunate is Avram Avinu that he has a child like you. And when this whole Maisa was said over in the front of Rabbi Shua, who were traveling on the road, Amru, and they said, Okay, wow, that's a story. You know what? If the Maisim Rakova could be darshan between our Rebbe and Rablaz Manarach, let's do the same thing. It was in Thomas. It was in the summer. And 
And the, when he started dashing the Maisim Merkava, all of a sudden black clouds came. Venera came in Keshes Bon, and it looked like there was a rainbow. By Malachi Asharis Miskabzin, and the Malachim gathered together. Uboy and Lishmaya. And they came to hear the words of the Maisim Merkava, Kivneyodom, Shemiskazi voice. There is like a group of people who are coming to see Bimazmute, Chosim, Vikala. The Gishmak, you know, Chosen and Kala come back from being engaged. What do you make? Alachayim. Everybody's gathered together. We're at the party, Mamish. All of Malachim, they see these two Heligitanoim. Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi, and, uh, and Rabbi, um, who was it? Rabbi Yeshua and, who was with Rabbi Yeshua? Rabbi Yeshua. They see the two of them, they gather together, they want to hear Torah. Halach Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Yisachayin went to see Pertvar Lefei Rabbi Yechonah Mezaka. He told Rabbi Yechonah Mezaka what happened in there when they also darshan the Maisim Merkava. The Omar Rabbi Yechonah Mezaka said to them, Ashreichem v'yashrei yeladchem, fortunate are you and fortunate are your parents. Ashreina yishekach ra'u, and how fortunate am I as a Rebbe that I've seen such a thing v'yafani v'atem v'chalaymi m'subim ayu alar sinai. And I want to tell you something. In my chaloim, you, you and I were leaning at Harsinai. And it was given to us a heavenly voice. Come up here, come up here. Big palaces and beautiful beds are prepared for you. You, Rabbi Echen Mezakai, and your holy students, and their student students. Mizumanim lekachlishes are all invited, are all mizuman, are all prepared and all ready for the katchlishes. Kat literally means a group. You're all prepared for the third group. Okay, what does it mean? The third group means the highest level of tzaddikim in Gan Eden. There's apparently even in Gan Eden, there's the back seats, there's the uh, bleachers, and there's the nosebleeds, right? So. Um, the the third group are the ones that have the highest level of of understanding of the Rebbeinu Shalalim. How fortunate I am to have you as my Talmidim. Says Gmaraini, is this really true? Is it possible that all these things happened? Vatani learned to the Brisa Rabbi Yisi Rabbi Yudah says Shloisha Hartzois. Hey, there's three Hartzois. There's three approaches to the Maaseh Merkava. Rabbi Yeshua. How can you tell me Rabbi in his story with Rabbi Yechem and Zakai? Darshan the Maisim Rakova perfectly. We said it only happened three times. There were three Gishmaka Droshas about the Maisim Rakova, the people who did it right. And Rabbi Lozman is not listed among the three. If it will be true that Itaka did a fantastic job, we should have a fourth incident of the Maisim Merkava. Answers the Gemara, the Artsiv Artsu Kamei Kachashiv, the Artsiv Lai Artsu Kamei Lai Kachashiv. Okay? Now, it's, says the Gemara, it's possible, and we believe that Abba's Menorach's Joshua was, uh, was gerecht, was correct, and did a good job. However, in the Brisa that talks about three, it's talking about people who gave a Joshua and other people darshan to them. But Rabbi Lazar ben Arach, who figured this out on his own, with the little bit that Rabbi Yechem Mezakai taught him, and he was able to take, like we said, 
Dover mitach dover, with his intuition, pull out more on his own, that the Bryce is not talking about. I have a Chanani ben Chachinai, Apparently, with the story of Chanani ben Chachinai, it was the same situation. He was able to figure this out on his own. Same as Rabbi Lazar ben Arach. Says, Gemara, da'artzi mi'o kamei man da'artzi. Chinu baruch ha'chinai. He darshaned, and it was darshaned to him. However, Rabbi Lazar ben Arach, um, nobody gave him that, uh, nobody gave him that drasha, and therefore, again, we're going back to our original statement, kind of, that our Bryce is only listing people who are darsh, people darshan to them, and they continue on in the drasha. Okay. The rabbis learned that's why they are rabbis. New conversation, but we're still sticking with things that are uh, have to do with the Shemayim. Okay, the rabbis learned that's why the rabbis Amazing. There's four people that went straight into Ganeden. Straight into Ganeden. The Eluhim. And here they are. Ready? You know who went straight into Ganin? Ben Azai, Ben Zaymo, Acher, and Rabbi Akiva. Ben Azai, Ben Zaymo, Acher, and Rabbi Akiva. Omar Lam Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says, Kisha'ata Magiyam Eitzel Avnei Shayish. When you reach marble stones, Tohar, that are pure, al taimru, do not say mayim mayim. I see water. Mishum shenemar, because it says doiver shkarim, those who speak sheker, falsehood, la yikain, will not dwell leneged enov in front of the eyes of the rebbeinish Meaning, if you don't understand what you're seeing, don't say anything, because the moment you say something, said Rabbi Akiva to the other ones who wanted to enter Gan Eden, yeah, alive, they're going to visit. They're going to visit. He says to them, just don't talk. Because if you say, oh, there's water, it looks like stone, you don't even know what you're seeing. The moment you say something wrong, you're kicked out. There's no, there's no speaking of falsehood. Benazai, Benazai hates it. He looked the mace, and he died because of that. He tried to see the Shechina, and he died because of that. Allah Vakosav Aymer, and it says about Benazai, Yokar Be'ine Hashem, it is um, elevated in the eyes of Hashem. Hamavsa, uh, it's, or Yokar is valuable. Hamavsa, one who dies, the Hasidav, amongst his Hasidim. Okay? Meaning, the, uh, you know, Benazai had so much more Torah to accomplish. He's Yokar, he's beloved. But because of that situation, and because he looked, he went beyond, and he looked beyond what a human is supposed to be exposed to. Ben Zayma, Ben Zayma hates it. He looked, he looked the nifka. He didn't die, but he became paga. He, he got ruined. He became mentally ruined. Something went wrong. And about Ben Zayma, it says, Devash Matsasa, you found honey. Echoil dayeka. Eat what's enough for you. Pentispa enu. Perhaps you'll be satisfied. Vehekaisa, and it's going to cause you to become um, disgusted. 
by it. Okay? And the cards become discussed by it. Meaning, you have to be able to eat what you can handle. Don't break off, what's, I think, this, what's the expression? Don't break off more than you could chew. Yeah, they went there, it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous for a year to go to the, it's, 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 a, it's a zach. You've got to be ultra, ultra careful. Acher, Acher, he cut down trees that were in Gan Eden, okay, when he was, when he was uh, being elevated to this zach, an understanding of the Maisa Merkava. So over here, the way that the Mepharshim explain is that what does it mean he cut down trees? He kind of ruined how the Merkava, how the whole setup of whatever the Merkava is is supposed to be. He kind of got in there and we know he's, you know, he uh, didn't handle it properly. However, Rabbi Akiva, Yatsa B'Shalem. Rabbi Akiva, we're going to learn the story later on in Mertz Hashem. Rabbi Akiva made it out of the Pardes, of the Merkava, which was connected to Gan Eden. He made it out there, B'Shalem, in completion, in one piece. Okay. Sho'alu es Ben Zayma. We're going to end with this. They asked Ben Zayma. Is it mutter? Once we're mentioning Ben Zayim, we're going to mention some of his teachings. Is it mutter to make a saris out of a dog? What's a saris? Sterile. Are you allowed to sterilize your dog so that it doesn't have children? Okay? Now, says the Gemara, Amar Lahem, Ben Zayma said, You're not allowed to do this in your land, which means. If it's in Eretz Yisrael, it's not allowed. Okay? Now, over here, the, um, the, uh, this halacha, you know, having a dog is nothing to do with uh, the mitzvah of Eretz Yisrael or not Eretz Yisrael. So what, what we're dealing with over here is, means anything that you own in your property. And therefore, he's paskening that you're not allowed to sterilize, or as they call it, neuter, you're not allowed to sterilize your dog from not having children. And we'll hold it here for today. It leaves off an interesting question, and this is something that anybody who owns dogs or pets that they want to sterilize, it's a real issue. It's a real halachic issue, and you have to know different ways to go about it if you want to make sure that the, that the, the pet is sterilized. Lamaisa, it's against halacha to do that. You're not allowed to do that to one's animal. I, they say otherwise it could be dangerous and the hormones and all those things. Okay, so if a person is looking for a heter, there, you know, there may be, there are various ways to get around it. But the Misa, to just do this straight out is not something that is allowed. We'll hold it here. And Bezem, we're going to pick up tomorrow with another Shiloh, the Ben Benzoima. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.